I'm too excited, honestly. <laughs> okay, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, Kenny's heard enough already in the pre-chatter. I mean, let's just be honest. That was a shit show. That was an absolute uh, shit show of a quarterfinal matchup. Uh, I mean, we don't even, I don't even know if we need to talk about Greer and Ben's matchup because it was over Thursday night when Greer had like 90 points already. But wow. I mean, between us having 1.2 Thursday night from Daryl Williams and then the Tom Brady Sunday night football. I mean, wow, what a week. Playoffs have started. We're we're into the semifinals now. I mean, I just can't believe the the events that transpired between COVID and everything over the last few days. I mean, I know personally it was one ridiculous hell of a ride between kickoff Thursday and the games ending Monday night. But you tell me, Kenny. The games ending Tuesday night. <laughs> Those and fortunately I, did not matter. Yes, for you. Well, I guess I'll be the one to say it. First of all, welcome to the pod this week, guys. Uh, we could just get right into it. Uh, you know, might as well, might as well. I mean, it was the day waking up on Sunday. I I mean, unexpected COVID out of nowhere. Like, it seems like we were just talking about this. Everyone's getting it. So like plans have really changed. I didn't do a thing all weekend. I wake up on Sunday, didn't go for my walk. Instead went to Rio Grande. I was like, fuck it. I literally housed a blueberry scone sat down for a single marg. I ended up getting three. My roommate came through and I'm just like the guy watching the giant game, drinking a fucking margarita on Sunday, which was horrible. Horrible. Giants game. Ugly, ugly giants game. And like going to also, honestly, is Saquon a first round pick next year? Dude, I I really don't know. Other league in the semifinals. I don't know if I'm playing him. Oh my God. I mean, that's how bad it's gotten. But, I mean, that really is right on par with with our entire matchup all weekend. But just watching it left and right, I mean, it was so, so hard to watch. And, honestly, the what might have been worse than watching Tom and Lenny as I'm having a beer, waiting to do a comedy set at a bar in Hell's Kitchen and just miserable – Watching me get butt pounded by Dewey Suck Incorporated was uh, the stress, which was whether or not I was going to take a chance and put Tyler Lockett in. And the fact that I didn't play Cole Komet and I was going to pick up Gabriel Davis. So there are a lot of things that went wrong, but, you know, we got better. Great team. Super proud of the guys. Couldn't get it together when it mattered the most, but, uh, Lost to a great team, a, maybe a Cinderella team here. Definitely rooting for you guys. I mean, what was, what was your Sunday like? I mean, it was honestly the whole week was brutal. I mean, we, after last week's debacle at running back, where we got a total of five points, 3.8 and 1.2 from our two running backs, we were like, okay, we're not going to do any like crazy shit. We're just going to play our guys who get 10 points every week, which is Daryl Williams and Ramondre Stevenson. Like every week they get between eight and 11 points. Like, Running back is not our strong suit. Hasn't been since we traded Dalvin Cook. Obviously, we get DeAndre Swift. He plays six snaps for us, and then maybe he's out for the season. Maybe he comes back this week. But we know we're the wide receiver factory. That's just a fact. We This season have had five top 
I think we've had six top 20 wide receivers on our roster this year. So, you know, we know what we're doing at that position. Running back's been a struggle, but we were feeling really bad. I mean, Daryl Williams, I don't know if you watched the Thursday night game, but he got of stopped course. on the one yard line twice. So we were feeling pretty shitty with the 1.2 points, considering he got 1.1 on his first run of the game. So, and that was in the first quarter. But yeah, I mean, then we were watching Saturday night, Ramondre gets five. So we're going into Sunday with 6.2 points to your zero. And, you know, we're pretty much certain we're going to lose. And I, I can't even still understand what happened. I mean, Rogers, I mean, we've rode Rogers coattails now for two years and it's just been beautiful to watch. I mean, he is such a pleasure to watch as your fantasy quarterback. And I'm sure Tom Brady usually is too, but crazy Sunday. We just kind of kept chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. I mean, we had nobody in the one o'clock games between our two teams. We had our defense and kicker and you had what? Jamar, no, you had you had nobody at the one o'clock games. I had oh, Saquon. you had Saquon, yeah, it's Saquon. So like nothing happened, like literally nothing had happened in our matchup going into four twenty-five. And then I mean, when Jeff Wilson had twenty points, I thought we were done for. Like Mark and I were so pissed because we were gonna pick him up, but we don't have enough acquisitions to like waste one on Jeff Wilson. Yeah, because we weren't gonna play him, but we were just gonna pick him up so you didn't get him. But we were like, ah, no, nah, we, we don't need to do that. And uh, of, of barely using the waiver wire. Getting yeah, a pass I mean, we, in the first round. <laughs> it, it was crazy. And then going into Sunday night, we were like, okay, as long as Brady and Fournette don't get more than 45 points combined, we have a chance on Monday and Tuesday. That was our goal. And then Fournette had five catches on the first drive. He had yep. six scrimmage yards and five catches on the first drive and we're like, Oh, it's over. And then the saints D just did their thing. I mean, they shut Brady out and brought us home the championship. It was literally, I mean, the championship's a strong word, but we're, uh, we're happy to strong be in word. strong word. We are happy to be in the semifinals. And, uh, may I just mention the underwear, uh, struck again. Let's just be clear. Wow. Wow. Oh God. You had to throw that in there. You had to throw that. in. I mean, there. the underwear have a special thing going on for them. Yeah. And, uh, you know what? I'm just going to keep doing my thing. Wait, so do you wear it Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday then? I only wear it when Aaron Rodgers, on the game day that Aaron uh-huh. Rodgers has. So this week I'll be wearing it on Saturday because the, the Packers play on Saturday. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, what was I about? Am I over-exaggerating saying that that was some of the best defense I've just flat out ever seen? I mean, that I, game. You might, do you have the least points for ever in a playoff matchup in this league? The least points for? In a playoff matchup? Oh, you mean, oh, 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 single, single game. Yeah. I would hope so. I mean, I I can't imagine anyone scored fewer than 73 in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, it's just, it was crazy. And and honest to God, the the whole COVID situation was insane. I mean, absolutely insane. And, like, the fact that it really didn't even end up changing much. Yeah, I mean. Other than there's not much you can do when your best players combine for under 20 points, like between Jamar chase, Saquon and Brady, you got 16 points. Yes. Like you never, that's tough. No, that's tough. We take that on the chin. Uh, We're going to learn from that moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hey, podcast, like I've said before, somehow, some way the fantasy football gods, Make the teams that need to play each other in the right week play each other. 
Like, thank God we played each other, A, for the podcast pool, B, because both of us would have lost to Sam and Beth. So, yeah. and Danny, of course, is texting me the whole fucking time, being like, we're going to play each other, this, that, like telling me what to do. Like, no, he's like you should have no. played. He texted me, you should have played Jeff Wilson. I was like, thanks for the advice. Like, did anyone? Yeah. Ask? Evan was actually, actually really supportive. He was, uh, you know, we spoke for a while when I was at Rio Grande as well. He was really, uh, he was helping out. Danny didn't text me once, I think, mainly because he knows I just won't respond specifically on game day like that. Um, I mean, do you have anything else you want to throw out there or can I bring up, can I bring up the Sacco? No, feel free. We got a couple other things to discuss before we have our guests on. Yeah. Okay. So this is, uh, this is, this is a legitimate concern here. Um, the Sacco, the punishment we've said is going to happen at the beach house or whatever house we end up doing, which I definitely think we should do. I love the Cape Cod idea. Those bars would be fucking hysterical to see Joey and Tyler in a dress in central New York. Uh, and but it can't happen the first weekend before Labor Day, because realistically, one of two of our Sacco, uh, our Sacco winners in Tyler is probably either going to be in classes or about to start classes and can't come out. So I'm formally uh, submitting a claim to the commissioner that we audible, pun intended, this to, you know, end of June, beginning of July, something like that. So we can really accommodate the Sacco here, but we got to hop on this sooner than later. So I wanted to bring also because the, this is kind of a joke, but not, but not really. Cause it does apply. Like the Sacco punishment is perfect for the climate, like both tolerance wise in that if you're not about a guy wearing your dress, you're going to get canceled, but also because it's just so goddamn it's it's so goddamn warm all the time now. We could they could do it in the winter in New York City currently. So we really gotta get on this. But I think we gotta we gotta formally move this, and it's our responsibility as podcast hosts first, league members second. Yeah, I mean, to, we uh, we're here to inform the people at the very least. So yeah, I think Tyler and Hugh, I mean, we want them both there, even though Hugh is not the Sacco. Uh, we're going to have to do it before August, probably. Uh, it might have to be an early June situation. I mean, we shouldn't do a holiday weekend. Do a time when it's cheap, oh. affordable. Everyone can be there either mid-June or mid-July. Um, and we'll do the draft a different weekend. Like, whatever. I mean, honestly, the draft is great and all, but it's really just about getting us all together. And so that's what's most important. If we have to do the draft over Zoom or some people are in New York and some people are on Zoom or whatever, that's that. We'll deal with that later. But obviously, we all want to be together for the Sacco punishment. I mean we've never really experienced a Sacco punishment together. Ever. So let's, uh, let's definitely discuss that. I know Danny and uh, Evan have put some work in putting in some houses. So <clears throat> I think realistically we need to either all get on a zoom or something to have a more, like just putting houses in the group me is great and all, but like there's a good percentage of the people that aren't reading group me. Like, honestly, if you just throw a house in there in the middle of a conversation, like I don't see a world in which we actually decide on one. Maybe we need a committee of people, Obviously, you know, the more we talk about it, the less that's happening. But yeah, I think it's important that we figure this out. And uh, we, we, everyone needs to put a date aside, right? Like people are going to have, you know, summer. Yeah, plans. so that's exactly. I think, I feel like we choose maybe a weekend or two weekends in June and July. And then, you know, we just start eliminating and see what happens. Yeah. But 
I mean, speaking of group me, by the way, I've, I'm so glad you just said that because I forgot to bring this up. What were you, uh, what were you making of of all the group me reverse jinxing and and no, I mean, I'm not mood. here for the reverse jinxing of anything, honestly. I don't, I don't partake in it anymore. I, I just text Mark about fantasy and that's that. Like, I'm not doing any more reverse jinxing. I'm not playing games in the group me. I'm not getting involved when, you know, teams that are historically the worst in our league are chirping and during the playoffs when they haven't been into the playoffs for five years. So I'm just not partaking in any of that. I mean, for the record, I was losing it on Mike. I mean, it's just going so badly. I've had three margaritas and a beer. I mean, I changed my name to Mark and Will beat me this week. I am crying on my couch of laughter. I needed something to, to boost the spirits. But again, it didn't work. So fully, fully on board of, of Team Dewey Suck now moving forward. I appreciate it. And um, uh, if we're ready, I think uh, our guests ready. are ready to- to do yep. it well Danny. everyone you're going to be amongst some of the most esteemed members of the league you're going to be amongst your final four for this season people who have been working their asses off to get to where they are some of the some of my closest personal friends uh you've got danny fishbein sam greer ryan ball and mark little all in the chat gentlemen how are we feeling wow Wow, feeling great. The house here. We're feeling. Couldn't be better. It was great. Pretty good. A couple more beers. Started my night. Well, let's yeah. start with the well, let's start with the two bye teams. What was the bye week like? It was nice. It was relaxing. Um, especially with Lamar out for me. I mean, it, it was nice to just sit back, you know, watch, rest up the players. And just observe, you know, kind of stress-free week. Didn't even have to really watch football except for my own bets. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was a nice change of pace. I understand you had a, a good amount of money on the Cardinals, so that probably didn't go so well for you. Oh, yeah, what happened there? We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> sure, sure, right, sure. We weren't told. We, we weren't told moving into this. I feel really out of place here. I'm going to be honest. This is not. This is not a great feeling. I'm. I'm going to be completely, completely. This is the winner. I mean, if this was me, Kenny, I would have been suicidal. Yeah, this is a tough. This is a really tough. This could have been you. This could have been you. To be and this could have been me. It could have been me, Danny. How was your Sunday? Really relaxing. Um except that I have a league with my dad and we just got fucking wrecked. Like every player that was great all year and then sucked actually like half of your team, Kenny. So like Jamar, Joe Mixon, Stefan Diggs, you know, they all didn't show up. Kyler Murray. So that was pretty brutal. I uh, watched my other team lose, but this was all. You always, just mentioned one person on my team, Danny. I didn't even hear one that was on your team. <laughs> I, I, thought Mix, I thought Mixon was on your team. No, no, he's traded him. He he's traded him. him. Yeah. I mean, I, I get the point, though. <laughs> yeah, I, Regardless. Because we don't give a shit about your other fantasy leagues. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, well, that was my Sunday. So, happy to uh, to be with the team that has a chance to win. Speaking of your shit fucking other league that no one cares about, did you guys know that Sunday was the fewest amount of touchdowns in, like, 30 years on a Sunday? Or Scott. I do. Fucking ridiculous. I mean, it's pretty impressive that 
Greer scored like 140 points because most leagues I was looking in, like my other two leagues, like nobody broke 120 in the playoffs. I'm just a wagon. Yeah, well, your guys also played on Thursday night and had 70 points on Thursday night, which was a nice little pickup for you. Yeah, all yeah what did, it was nice. What did Kelsey have, 45? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Now week. he has COVID, though. That he does. I think he'll be back. Only what Sam will pick up Amon Ross St. Brown, too, and just boom, immediate <laughs> touchdown. What's our COVID protocol for owners? Yeah, I'm currently in the COVID protocols, uh, gentlemen. I tested positive today four times, so. Yeah, I think you got it then. Yeah, I think it's pretty pretty much positive that I have it. <laughs> How you feeling? I have no symptoms whatsoever. Uh, Regis was someone that got it. No, uh, this morning I woke up with a little bit of a stuffy nose and like I had an at-home test. I was like, ah, things don't round pretty seriously. I might as well take one positive. Then I took two more at-home tests, positive. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to go get a PCR test, rapid, 200 bucks later, positive. So there you are. Brutal. Yeah. So now I'm currently isolating in a hotel because Randy didn't test positive. So she's just chilling at our apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, how was your Sunday? Oh, you know, wonderful. Uh, I lost a few hundred dollars at the casino, which, you know, could have gone better. But the way things shaped up with that, uh, that Tampa Bay Bucks game, man, really couldn't, really couldn't have asked for, for it to go any better. I mean, Tom Brady not throwing for any touchdowns was probably something I thought I would never see or root for in my life. But under the, under the circumstances, I was ecstatic. I don't know if you guys know this, but Mark actually shares a birthday with Tom Brady. So Yeah, fun fact, I was born on the same day as Tom Brady just a few years later. Just not many. Not many. <laughs> Sweet brothers. Sam, yeah. did you end up watching any of the games? Um, yeah, I watched, I didn't watch the one o'clock games Sunday, but I watched the rest, most of the rest. But I mean, like I I was already up like 70 after Thursday night. I wasn't too worried about my team. Yeah. I mean, you were pretty much, you had it bagged up considering Rubenstein's team was the worst team in the playoffs. Yeah. It was a, it was a pretty stress-free weekend for me. So I was just looking forward to this week. How many times have you you and Ball played each other in the playoffs? I feel like this is a very common occurrence. Yeah. Did um, we play each other last year, Greer? Or not last year? I can't I know we played. I don't know. I know we played each other in the finals where Kelsey, again, put up a fucking 40-50 burger. <laughs> yeah, he's on a roll right now. Um, but that actually might have been the only time that we played each other in the playoffs. I don't know. Greer, let me ask you this. You have four acquisitions left, and you currently have Kelsey with COVID. What, how are you feeling about your acquisition numbers? Are you still saving some in case maybe you make the finals and need some for other COVID reasons, or are you going to go all out? What's your, what's your strategy here? Um, I only got – I'm only going to make one total move tonight, and then I'll leave room if I need to pick up a tight end. But, I, like, I'm set on defense – here on out i got good depth at wide receivers right now like three three left acquisitions for only having to pick up maybe one running back if something happens i'm feeling fine yeah and you have a backup quarterback so you're pretty much you're unless everyone yeah. on your team gets COVID, you're gonna be fine i was but like kelsey has a positive monday i think he'll be fine to get back he's vaccinated i assume yeah can't assume 
Can't assume. But apparently doesn't have symptoms, so I think we'll be back. Oh, your boy Eckler. Eckler doesn't have COVID, so that was like a misconception. I looked no, into. No, he does. They put him on the COVID list like 20 minutes ago. Did they? Yep. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yep. That's all. Awesome. Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lamar also didn't practice today, so. Yeah, yeah well, well, would you consider playing Huntley if Lamar doesn't go this week? Dude, Huntley is a rocket. <laughs> Honestly, it's probably better if Huntley play, plays than Lamar just for Mark Andrews. Because Mark Andrews with Huntley gets like 15 receptions a fucking game. Two touchdowns. Like, sir. The, the only the, whatever, is, those rookie tight ends love – or the rookie quarterbacks love the tight ends. Yeah. Safety blanket. I mean, if I have to play another quarterback, I can. It's not a big deal. But I honestly think Lamar is going to play. That's what they're leaning towards. I think you should play know. Big Ben. It's a yeah. big, big Ben week. Pretty bad on the free agent front. Yeah. Carson Wentz projected for the most brutal. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, no, Cam Newton is. All right, now it's time to shift towards the big smiley guy in the bottom corner. Fishbine, how are you feeling? Uh, honestly, I'm feeling pretty good. I will say I was pretty upset that you guys have first waiver order because that means that you're pretty much locked in to get one of those starting running backs, which is obviously the weakness of your team. And your team's not bad if you have, like, even solid running backs. So it makes you guys more legit for sure. I, I wasn't happy uh, about that. But other than that, I'm feeling pretty good. I definitely have two key players before Sunday. So kind of crazy that I'll not even not know my fate, but I'll know where I stand going in with Debo and JT playing on uh, on Thursday and Saturday. Yeah, we have Rodgers on Saturday too. So we'll know a lot Sheesh. going into Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, are you someone, are you someone that would rather have – have your come out to a lead and then make the other team come back? Or do you want to try and chip away and, and get a backloaded slate? Uh, backloaded slate. Okay. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing worse than Thursday night when you have your running back gets 1.2 points. Like you're just uneasy for the next five days. Am I still there? What's good? Yeah, you're still there. <laughs> Uh, cool. I mean, here's the thing. Danny has ridiculously good matchups this week. I mean, he's got pretty much everyone going against the bottom five defense other than Jonathan Taylor, and he's literally the best player in the league and doesn't matter who he plays against. So uh, I would say we're pretty much feeling pretty fucked at the moment. Well, I would say, like, Jusecki and Waddle, I don't love the same C matchup. Like, I don't really care what the stats say, obviously – like the Saints D can kind of turn up whenever. So I'm a little worried with that offensive line and the Saints D line that like two is just not going to be able to throw the ball back there or have any time. So that's the only kind of fear I have with my guys this week. Yeah. I mean, I just hope you don't uh, overthink your decision-making because obviously you have quite a few good players on your bench who uh, aren't currently in including a few starting running backs, starting wide receiver, a pretty good yeah, I mean, tight end against a yeah. defense. You got some yeah. hard decisions to make. It's going to be interesting. If, if Eckler's out, I have Justin Jackson and him or Clyde or A.J. Dillon or even Pollard as my second running back. That's, that's going to be a hard-ass choice. 
You should let us pick who you get to play. Yeah, let's make I a mean, poll. I mean, honest, honestly, that's probably, like, as good a chance of things going well. I mean, if, we if you've that. seen Mark and I choosing running backs recently, you don't want us choosing your running backs because we, yeah, <laughs> we have a combined fewer than 10 points the last two weeks through our four running backs we've played. Yeah, four, that's four players, two weeks, probably, like, 12 points max. Yeah. Well, we I think you were texting me. You were texting me in the game when Brady was just dumping it all up to Lenny the first drive, and Lenny in the first drive had more points than both of your running backs combined. Correct. And we still pulled out the fucking dub. <laughs> Kenny, any advice on uh, on beating these clowns? I mean, I I don't know. He didn't beat us once this year, so it's gonna be hard for him to have any. Yeah, I didn't beat. beat I didn't beat. You know, I, I played historically bad against them. Um, I mean, I would say you just talk to Matt, talk to Stafford. You know, if you guys can get off to a hot start at 1 p.m., that's going to do a lot. But I can't really give you much insight on how to beat them. Also, I mean, objectively, I have to root for, for Dewey Suck moving forward. I mean, they beat me, and, and I have the podcast the podcast loyalty here. But if I if I had any advice – I would give it to you, but don't suck. I mean, I think that's that's really the only advice. And I was You're I literally would say a lock to beat us if you don't suck. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you score 130 yeah. points, you're gonna win. Like that's all stop. you have to do. You guys have nothing to lose. Yeah, yeah no, I mean everything to lose. We don't. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure on this. We we won't even have to be drafting in the 15th and 16th rounds next year. That's how many draft picks we have. Ball we realize that we've gotten extremely lucky. Would you guys, uh, Ball and Sam, would you guys give Dewey Suck maybe, we'll call it three points each of your total points to contribute to their total if it meant they would beat the Snooks? No. I think they're, ch- I, think they're I think they're more scared to play Mark and I than they are to play Danny, honestly. Yeah. If we each did it, yeah, I, I would throw Danny off all my points so I could play them in the finals. Yeah, you keep I mean, talking to Nick Greer. We'll see you there, brother. Danny's <laughs> I love it that we beat Ryan. Let's be real. No, I mean, Danny was rooting for us hard body. And now we're Yeah, I mean, I would have been rooting for us if I was him too. Our team is way worse. I mean, our but team is if, disgusting. If Swift, if Swift plays and, you know, we pick up a running back, maybe. Maybe. Not going to give away Jones, anything. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> um. I mean, we have a we have a shot. Chances aren't great, but we have I mean, a shot. We have little to no chance. Danny's team hasn't scored less than one fifty. If like Swift doesn't play, though, we have no chance. No, you, you need Hunter Swift to play, but if you have two running backs dude, to get know. you like ten Hunt to fifteen, isn't playing. Hunt isn't it playing. can happen. Yeah, yeah. Your exactly. quarterback is nasty, obviously, and then your wide receivers are really good. Yeah, Goddard Mooney has to have a good somehow game. a god now. Yeah, Goddard is a god. Yeah, I mean, the truth of the matter is we won the trade with Greer, and he knows it. Yeah, he does. Yeah, Greer, is there any extra pressure on you to win this year? I mean, although basically fuck next year now if you don't win. I mean, not really. I'm the best mid-round drafter in the league, so I'll just reload <laughs> next year. I'm the best mid-round drafter. That's awesome. That is awesome. It's a good line. What are you guys uh, – I forgot to bring this up earlier in the pod, actually, when we uh, when you guys were graciously waiting in the green room. We we need a trophy or a belt. We do. Or something. I think the trophy would be best. But like, this league is too competitive. 
the buy-in is too much for us to not have some be better. tangible things. I'm a big a belt, belt would guy. be sick. You can I'm wear a belt, belt would be dope. I'm, but you I'm can't have to wear it to the bar. It'd be tough to <laughs> it'd be tough to display the belt though. Will did bring up a great yeah. Point. Like where are you gonna put a yeah. fucking belt? What about a sword? Oh, a sword would be sick. A katana? A you, no, 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 no. We all no, get no. it engraved. A broadsword. A fucking broadsword. A medieval like broadsword. And every winner gets to engrave their fucking uh, their year and their name on that broadsword. Oh, you're dead ass, aren't you? Oh, I'm dead fucking serious. <laughs> That's funny. You're dead ass. You're dead ass. Yeah, talk of uh, there's talk of Bart Rubenstein making something years ago. Yeah, there was. You should have yeah. a sword. That should probably fizzle. I think out we should probably quick. bring that back up. But I mean, what could he possibly be working on that's more important than a fantasy football trophy? I'm really going to commit to. I'm going to commit to this offseason starting starting this week of being getting getting stuff going in the group mate. I mean, getting this trophy going. Yeah, we have to. Change, more importantly, we have to change the beach house weekend too. It can't be labored right. the weekend before Labor Day because Tyler won't be able to do it. Probably, probably not you too. But like, if one of our two sackos can't make it, weekend's over. So like, we got to make that. Kenny, you got nothing else to do. So I got to get on that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Just look pretty and and <laughs> get the wheels moving. Um, we should, got, we should get that figured out for, for ball and fish bite. I know we uh, already covered this with Greer and with uh, with our team, but uh, what is like the one thing you do to make sure that you're going to win? Like, what is your one ritual that you do to make sure you're going to win? I have a couple. Okay. And it, it, I mean, it depends on how I'm feeling, how things are going throughout the day. Things can change. Um, usually I initially start off with, I make a sausage and egg hot sauce sandwich in the morning, um, crack open a beer, like 10 AM, watch the pregame shows, all that shit, set my lineup, take a shit, set my lineup again, like go back and forth, double check everything. And then the games kick off and I sit back. My, my main ritual is eating pistachios pistachios i fucking love those nuts i had this one experience in my life in the shell or out of the shell oh in the shell you gotta work for it dude i agree hugh said he had them out of the shell for the first time and it was fire but that's not for me yeah no I, i need to work for it but i had this it all goes back to i think it was a year or two ago my old apartment it's working crazy hours busy season like miserable fucking hated life like I've been slept in like four days and I finally just took a night off, smoked a whole bunch of weed, watched some football, placed a 16 parlay and just cracked open some pistachios and beer and hit the parlay and just like had the night of my life by myself. And I, it, now I automatically just identify pistachios equals happiness. So when I'm eating pistachios, I'm in my happy place. Nothing can fucking bring me down. And it, it tends to happen more so than not that I will win that fucking weed I, week. I will win my bets if I'm eating pistachios. In the shell. I love it. In the shell, of course. In the shell. I don't yeah. I don't love uh, Hugh saying that out of shell because like on the same note, I think if you 
eat sunflower seeds just out of the shell straight up. You're a nut job. Those are yeah, disgusting. You, that's you need, psychotic. You need the flavor. Yeah. I mean, the inside of the sunflower seed is the worst part. Everyone knows you eat, you eat sunflower seeds to suck on the shell. Everyone knows that. Yeah. All right, Fitzmine, what's your crazy Philly ritual? It's honestly not a uh, not a crazy ritual. Everyone knows I'm a bug out. So the more that I keep myself busy and that I don't second guess lineup decisions and don't look at my lineups before kickoff, the better. So the more like shit I can pack into my morning before one o'clock. Uh, it's not really a ritual, but that's what I try to do because I will fuck it up if I think about the lineup too long. If I read like some crazy fantasy pros article about why Mike Williams is going to score eight touchdowns this week. That kind of thing. What, like, can you give us some examples of what your schedule might consist of? You wake up, let's say it's 9.15. Early, realistically early. And it's up at 7.30, Real- I know for a yeah. fact, because I get a text yeah. at 7.30. Yeah, realistically, it's a crack of dawn. I wake up, watch some soccer, fall back asleep. That's really the key is that, that mid-morning nap. You know, I'm kind of like an old person. So that mid-morning nap gets me to almost 11 or 12 and then, you know, put on a show. Or, uh, or work out if I'm feeling pretty crazy. Maybe, like, go grab some food somewhere. I don't know. Last year, it was a, it was a big uh, donut push. I got kind of inspired by Big Cat. And I started just getting artisanal donuts every Sunday. But uh, not doing that this year. I'm at Jackie's. So, no donuts. No artisanal donuts in Vermont, really, near here. So, I can't do that this year. Oh, you're in Vermont right now. Yes, sir. Love my that's chances with you watching the games in Vermont. I really like my chances. Yep. Don't yeah, forget about the time. I was in Vermont, and my team did pretty good, so. Oh, wow. Time zone difference. <laughs> I sense collusion. You're both in Vermont? What kind of fucking collusion is that? Well, no, I, can't, I came back last night. I don't like the sound of that at all. What type of Vermont collusion is this? It's outrageous. Just the two best teams in the league. They know where to go. They know they know the retreat spot there in the playoffs. You guys are, you guys are as of now, you guys are projected the same exact same number of points. Really? One point eight. That's fucking crazy. I mean, that's collusion for sure. We should let teams bet on uh playoff games based off of the ESPN spread. Yeah, need. We I mean, need the best team against the spread this year, it wouldn't be close. Yeah, we yep. need some sort of book. The only problem is someone has to be the book. Yeah. Um, I the fine money. If only we knew anyone that ran a book. <laughs> if, only, if only we knew anyone who does any kind of illegal sports gamble. Which oh. you know we obviously don't. No, nope. obviously. Absolutely not. I'd I'd be the house. I don't really care as long you know as long as people weren't throwing two K or something. Although it would hurt oh, if you know if people oh, are betting on do we suck and then do we suck wins yes. and then I lose and lose a lot of money. That would yeah, be you don't shitty. want that. You don't want I mean, that. We gotta be plus seven fifty. Well, I mean, this would be a bigger upset than oh stop it. You like this reverse this reverse jinx crap yeah. already. Not a reverse yeah. jinx. Just the it's truth, Danny. Reverse. The truth can be the truth can be tough sometimes. <laughs> Mark, what did you uh what did you make of my my just real horrible reverse jinxing uh in oh, the Sunday? I mean, you you played yourself basically. <laughs> That's really the only. That's really the only way I can put it. Um, you manifested a loss, which is uh, no. I I really don't believe that. I really don't. It was, it was, it was a last ditch effort to turn something around through cracking myself up, and it just didn't. I mean, 
when's the last time Tom Brady didn't break 10 points in fantasy football? Probably never. Break yeah. Like it was like everything that could possibly go right for us happened. I was watching that game and like, like the Fortnite power of and the God underwear. God forbid. It is the power of the underwear. Yep. See what Will and I do every morning is we FaceTime <laughs> and we show each other what kind of underwear we're wearing. And that's just about it. Just to be clear, Mark and I have never FaceTimed in our <laughs> friendship in the history of our lives. I don't FaceTime. Yeah, neither do I. We don't have a ritual, honestly. We just trust our guys, and we just say that we're just going to ride our team, and it just works. This is true. Can we go back to something that happened in the group me this week where Rubenstein was bragging about being a perennial six seed? <laughs> yeah, perennial, he was bragging about being a perennial six seed who's never won a playoff matchup. And wait, what was the math on that? What did it end up being? Him and, he has like him the and same Derek. record as Matt and Evan because Matt and Evan had one year where they were like 11 and three. So like excuse the numbers. Yeah, that average finish, finish position is kind of bullshit. Well, it's not yeah. right because the average finish includes like if you came in seventh, right. missed the playoffs and then came yeah, in and then like, the consolation bracket. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we need our commissioner no, to uh, correct the inaccuracies. It's not it even just that. It's that. It's that everyone's average is around six or seven. Because that's just what it is, except for mine, of course, which is three. But everyone else's is like six or seven. I think we got to do something if uh, Tyler and Joey win Sacco again next year. I mean, there'll be a dynasty, Sacco dynasty. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to – first of all, we have to call Matthew Barrier the 30 for 30 crew because this is really becoming something special. Second of all, I mean, I feel like at some point – if this doesn't change, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to really meet as a as a league and talk about the integrity of this. Do we really want to do this to to these kids? I mean, just constant battery. Is that is that really fair? Are we those Kenny? I, I was people? actually I was looking at the uh, the stats, and you, them, and Hugh are all tied for the worst records in league history. Oh, that doesn't surprise me at all. So obviously, Hugh is different because he had Wilk, but. What do you have to say for yourself that you are tied with Tyler and Joey for worst record in the league history? Have, have Wilk. <laughs> how, how is that any different for Hugh with Wilk than it was with me joining Sunshine and Monison's conspiracy collusion, probably illegal operation? Wait, yeah, that I, I, I forgot yeah, that happened, yeah. honestly. I thought you were in the yeah. whole time. We really yeah. weeded out the oh. week in our league. Yeah, but that was that's that's smart of us. I came into a broken system. Uh, and you know, frankly, we're we're still getting there. Need some more playoff appearances, but um, your team was stacked, man. We grow. It was stacked, but you know what? A betting man would not have bet on my team this week because True. after weeks that I really go off, most of the time was not was not getting a W the next week. Also, teams recently have just been playing really poor against us. There's something to be said about fantasy defense. I mean, you can ask Ryan Ball over here. He's always been good at it. Don't I know? Some, some I might call him a, a, a shaman, a witch doctor. A guru. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, tomorrow we, we start this semifinals thing. I mean, short week, short turnaround. I mean, it's kind of a best-case scenario. You don't want to be, like, waiting. We got, we got football Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Thursday. Yeah, it's Everything awesome. but Friday, right? No Friday football. Everything but Friday. 
Wow. The two games on Monday were real. I don't know about you guys. I was like, I was giddy all day. Like football was starting at five o'clock. That was Great. incredible. It Super should awesome. start at fucking seven every single time there's a night game. Like yeah, eight really should. I might just be like an old man at this point, but like no, I agree with you. Eight o'clock, eight twenty is too fucking late to start a game. Yeah, even if it was just eight instead of eight twenty. Yeah, eight, eight would be huge. Just, just make it fucking set even seven thirty. Like seven thirty is perfect. Go to bed at fucking midnight. Like right, yeah. Eating you can't eat pistachios right before bed, too. Everyone knows. Oh no, no, I eat it in bed. Give you bad dreams. I don't know if you guys know about that. Eating before bed. Eating, not pistachios. Don't eat before bed. Let me tell you. Well, gentlemen, good luck to uh, all parties except for Fishbine, uh, Ball, and Greer. I hope you guys have an absolute shootout. Really, I really hope you do. Uh, I hope ours is very low scoring. But uh, Kenny sucks to suck. And um, hopefully... I'll see one of you next week when I'll have a smile on my face and not be as upset as Kenny is. Yeah, I mean, if we make it to the finals, oh, yeah, this guys, would be tough if you got through That's. I mean, ecstatic. we tanked and made the semifinals. I'm not going to be too broken up if we lose to the number one seed. Oh, God, it would just be so classic after all the shit Danny talked, if we just took him down. After his first round bye, too, just mm, right, just slowing you know down. The rest sometimes next, hurts more than it helps. It can hurt more than it helps. Next next year, I still got an extra second round pick. I got nice keepers. You know, oh, I'm looking at uh, uh, next year. I'm oh, talking oh, about next, next year. year. This guy's already talking about this. I didn't even I didn't mortgage this. I didn't even mortgage my future on this year. So this year is just icing on the cake, just like Will and, and Mark. This is bonus. Yeah, bonus year for Danny. All the bonus. Wait, bonus year for Danny, everyone. Every decision in Danny's life, he places a fucking hedge on because he's a coward. I'll <laughs> see you in the finals, Danny. All right, boys, that's a good way to end it. Right. Peace. Peace. Peace.